Hello and welcome back to Garden State of Mind, South Jersey's most melancholy podcast. I am one of your hosts, John. With me here, I have Jeff. Jeff, how are you today? Johnny Cakes, I am fucking great. Fly yeah, is a fly. Wh- I know, man. We are back in the picture. Back into the playoff picture. I'm excited. We really should. We should start. We should do a chant. I know you love it. I know. If we had, well, I don't want to do a chant. Fly eagles, fly. Uh, yeah, I'm not a. I know. I'm not a huge fly eagles fly fly fan. Um, I'm a huge eagles fan, but just not of that song. I um, I watched Invincible this week. By the way. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah. Well, it was just on TV. It was on Showtime, uh-huh. and you know. I, that that movie's got a lot of problems, but I will say that I just loved watching some of the the clips of them playing the actual games. Right? Yeah. Like I enjoyed that part of it. The rest of the movie is wow. It's it's kind of hurting, I think. And and not only that, even the way that they filmed some of those scenes of the games. That I think the one where he tackled the guy on the kickoff and forced a fumble and picked it up and ran it in for a touchdown. That was supposed to be against the Giants, I think. And in real life, I think that was the Redskins. And not only that, it didn't unfold exactly the way they showed it, right? I think, like, they showed him running for, like, 40 yards. And meanwhile, the ball, like, bounced. He ran it in. It literally took him two seconds to run it into the end zone. It yeah. wasn't, like, this 40-yard dash. So, you, but I'm you know, pumped. We haven't, we haven't really done a lot to endear ourselves to the Philadelphia community. Oh. As we just try to, you know, strike down everything that everyone loves, <laughs> you know, hating Dallas and, and so forth. And uh, I'm going to add to that right now by saying I don't give two shits about Vince Papali. Uh, when I, I can't believe people are wearing his jersey. I mean, it's a cool story. All right. You made the team. But, you know, ultimately, who gives a shit? <laughs> it's the underdog story. It's, yeah. You we, know, it's like we have, Ro- we it's have, like we have a- Rocky. We do. Well, we we have different people that fit that mold. Papali was one of them. I mean, you have to admit, it was a pretty amazing feat. The guy oh, was yeah. 30 years old, walk off, you know, coming off the street and, and gets to start in it or playing an NFL game. I agree. No, it's a cool story, but I just, you know, I, I don't care anymore. I, I, um, I did some painting work for his wife, actually, back when I was... I was like semi I was in between jobs and um I would think I was working at the gym and I might have been doing something else during the day. It was like when Olivia was really young and it was before I started, you know, where I'm at today. And like some guy had a connection with Papali and said, Hey, his wife's looking for people to paint some of her rental properties or something. So I ended up taking the job and I completely screwed it up. <laughs> like she kept coming back and she was she was a real stickler, real stickler for like, you know, top performance. And she kept coming back and saying, you know, what's wrong? I was trying to fix a hole in the ceiling. Like I did the rest of the paint job fine, but I couldn't fix this hole in the ceiling. And she wound up uh, telling me to get the hell out. And she called somebody else. in. <laughs> but that was my uh, that was my brush with uh, Vince Papali. Did you have to paint a number 54 jersey in every entry hallway? <laughs> I thought it was 83. Isn't uh, whatever. I, think he I don't know. Whatever it is. Who fucking cares? Yeah. Ah, oh, come on. I did not know Papali's number. <laughs> so famous. 
Oh man. Um. Hey, listen. I forgot to do the regular intro here. So just so, oh, so people sorry. are aware. Sorry, I'm so eager up. I'm so I'm eager up. I know. Johnny. I know, man. I I'm, we're eager to talk about it. I know. Um. For for anyone new to the podcast, you can hear us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and the Anchor Podcast. I'm sorry, the Anchor app. I just got to download that. And if you want to reach out to us. You can email us at gardenstateofmindcast at gmail.com. So we do have we do have one email, and it actually is going to get us into a topic I want to talk about anyway. All right. And it comes from Richie in South Philly. Uh-oh. So we got a, a South Philly listener. Richie. I, I used to be good friends with a Richie in South Philly. I wonder if this is him. Um, have Eagles fans totally lost their minds is the question from Richie. I I don't I read I read that I don't know necessarily how to take that. Is that's he? It? Yeah, so that's all he said. Um, so we're gonna have to speculate <laughs> as to why he thinks that Eagles fans have lost their minds. I'm wondering if it has to do with the Foles versus Wentz conversation. I mean, probably. It's got it right. I um, I think you know it, it's interesting. To be on this side of it, you know, normally we're, you know, looking at like Steve Young versus Joe Montana or, you know, all the other, you know, Brett Favre and, and what's his name, Rogers. Like it's all these other franchises that seem to go through this and we're just like, you know, spectators. I don't think this is a controversy. I think this is just simple that we want a Super Bowl with this guy. We feel so loyal to him. That we just can't – it blinds us to the fact probably that we know Carson is better, but we just want to keep Nick on this team as long as we can. I think that's just the the long and short of it. Yeah, I, re- I feel bad I feel bad for Carson only because, um, you know, he's a really good quarterback. It just so happens that, you know, Foles came in for him last season and happened to win a Super Bowl. So already – He's and and not only that delivered a Super Bowl to a, a team in a city that hasn't seen anything like that in I don't know what was it fifty years, nineteen sixty yeah was our right? last championship. So I actually mean. close so close to um, sixty years. Uh, so I don't know it kind of hobbled um, Wentz a little bit when Foles did that. I mean imagine if Foles did something similar this season. So, like, right now, the way everything is setting up, you know, Foles could potentially win out here, and the Eagles could squeak their way into the playoffs. Imagine that, you know, going into the playoffs with that kind of juice. I think that they could actually do something. That's the crazy part. Maybe no. I've lost my mind. <clears throat> no, I do too. And I think, you know, this this conversation or this controversy, doesn't. it's way too early. In three weeks from now, when they're in the playoffs winning that first playoff game, all right, then maybe we could start talking about it because then it's just an insane story at that point. I mean, if, then if Foles somehow gets to a championship game in a Super Bowl, <laughs> I mean, then that's just, you know, move over invincible. This is your all-time Philadelphia Eagles story. Yeah, if it, was, if it wasn't already. I know. It already is. I can't believe. I don't well, know. The, There's probably just not enough there for a, for a movie. I don't know that Foles is as interesting of a person as Papali, although Papali wasn't all that interesting either. Well, and it's, you know, we, listen, number one, we are in, 
experts. If anyone's listening to us and following our picks, God damn, they are making money. We are so I'm in a, such a zone right now, Johnny. I'm like I'm seeing the fucking matrix with everything. And yeah, I for yourself. Well, the picks I'm we I mean, we talked about this Rams team that they're just they're not it's not that they're they're not great. They're in a slump. They're not playing well. We didn't predict an upset, although I started betting on it like day of. Uh, you know, so it's not that I, I'm not I'm not chalking up beating the Rams as the greatest accomplishment in the world. Sure, it's shocking, but it's not, you know, I mean, it's not like Foles did anything that spectacular. The Rams are not right not very good right now. No, they're not. Their defense is kind of weak and 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 the Eagles exposed, you know, just double teaming Aaron Donald. Um and that that kind of took care of that for and, for Foles gave him enough time and, what he had and, to do. And something we didn't mention or maybe we didn't mention enough, but you know, we watched the Chiefs Rams and you know, I'm betting over 100 points and we're all excited about that game and I think lost in that shuffle is both these teams have shitty defenses. Okay? You can't tell me your defense is good if you gave up 50 points. Uh so, you know, we we can't we can't wax poetic about the Rams and the Chiefs just because they could put up 50 points because they're giving up 50 points. No, I don't I well, you know what's weird about that? I mean, I the Eagles one of their strong suits was the defense last season and then and and it really served them well in the championship game against the Vikings, but then you get to the Super Bowl and I don't know, what was it? 41 to 33? Wasn't that our final? Yeah. It wasn't like a it wasn't, you know, they weren't 50 scoring over 50 on them, but I don't know that it's weird. I mean, I guess you don't have to have the greatest defense to win the Super Bowl. I think it helps to get there, but then once you're in, man, you got to score usually unless it's like the Patriots Giants. Well, the last um, yeah, the last two Super Bowls have been insane with the points scored, Atlanta Patriots yeah. and um but I'm not I'm not turning my back on on not necessarily great defenses, but just good defensive play. Yeah, I I mean I, I don't um oh god, I really stuttered a lot there. I I don't think that the defense matters as much. I it's going to help even if you're talking about Kansas City or the Rams. The Rams, I don't know. I I feel like they could be done. Um, hmm. They could get bounced in the first round of the playoffs, or actually, the will they have? They'll still have the bye, or does uh, Chicago have a chance of overtaking them? Oh, Chicago has a chance. They do, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think Chicago's got an easier path. Maybe the Rams play the Cardinals this weekend. Chicago plays San Fran. Right. I heard. You know, it's funny. I heard some. Uh, I know we're going to get into our NFL talk later, but I heard some experts picking San Fran to beat Chicago today or tomorrow. That seems crazy to me. It does. I mean, I was, you know, I, I debated it with you. And I don't know why I listened to you because I liked the Niners last week against the Seahawks. I liked the Bills, yeah. and then I didn't pick them. Um, I don't know about the Niners this week. Um, I, I think the Bears, I don't think the Bears cover. I think the Bears can win you know actually phil sims has made me money and then freaked me out a bit by saying that nfl teams are only like up for three games a year like it's really helped me out when i think about it now um it's so interesting I, yeah so i don't know if can the bears get up for this game on the road do they realize the importance of of a bye week i don't know they might be a little too young the niners are still playing tough it's a tough one. I'm not. I'm staying away from that one. I'm definitely gonna 
gamble on that one. Um, but we'll, we'll get know, to that later. Yeah, and I also I want to say I know one of your picks already, and I can't. I I, I already know it. Really, I do. I'm intrigued. Um, all right. Well, we'll back get to the on, Eagles. We'll what were we, what we saying about the Eagles? So, I, well, I mean, uh, listen, uh, Richie, uh, who sent in the email. You know, I don't think it, it's okay to debate this. I'm, I'm not saying it's it's really there's just not enough of a body of work for me to compare Wentz to Foles, other than to say by the eye test, Wentz seems to be the better quarterback to me. But you can't deny the fact that Nick Foles won a Super Bowl and was really impressive in the playoffs last year, or at least for a couple of games. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. You can't take that away from him. Uh, why can't you give credit to both? And I'm not yeah. saying that I want to get rid of Wentz, but I'll say this: if if Foles won a Super Bowl this year, which right now that sounds crazy, but if he won a second Super Bowl, if I'm Wentz, I want to get out of town. I don't want to. What can I do at this point? I have to win two Super Bowls now. No, I don't, I don't think that's no. Really? I don't. I don't think that's a big deal. What? No. I, what? what are you talking about? These quarterbacks no, have he egos, wants to, man. He wants to get out of town? Yeah, send me somewhere else where, where the, the the backup didn't win two Super Bowls while I was sitting on the sidelines. He was hurt. That, you know, what can he do about it? He got hurt. I, I agree. I still don't want to be there for it. I, th- I would say maybe I want to go start no. over somewhere else. Grab no. my boy Ertz. Grab my boy Ertz. We'll go up to some cold weather. Uh, somewhere up north, maybe, and play there. No, that's 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 silly. Wentz doesn't think like that. He's a team guy, man. Yeah. Okay. You're inside his head now. Uh, he's, he's a, a good... human being. So, what is it going to be like in this city if Foles won a second Super Bowl? People are going to be calling for him to be the starter next All right. year. Listen, I, I'm going to I'm going to put a halt to this conversation. It's ridiculous. It's, it's insane. I agree with you. It, it's insane <laughs> to think that Foles is going to win the Super Bowl. Then it's insane to think that Wentz is leaving because of it. Uh, I don't think that is all that insane. I'm no. talking about in his mindset. Maybe wouldn't you want to just get out, start start somewhere fresh? How old is Nick Foles? God, I don't know. Twenty nine. Thirty. He's definitely. He's got to be in his thirties. I don't think he's that. Yeah, I mean, maybe thirty-one. He's not like thirty-three, thirty-four. I mean, I think if anything, he just turned thirty or something like that, or turned thirty-one. So, are, are, so do you want to bank on ten more years of Foles? Can he make ten? No, more? no, 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 no. I don't want Wentz to leave. If Foles wins again, I. All right, this is insane. We're talking about it. Foles really is another Please, Super let's Bowl. Stop. Why are we doing this? All right, <laughs> God damn it, Richie. Son of a Fucking bitch. Richie. That question. Although it's I did, I, I sent you a text, right, about, you know, Wentz not really utilizing Jeffrey the way Foles does. Yes. Yeah, and I, I, I think I was a little bit off in my my initial response was I feel like Foles goes for the kill shot, kill shot a little bit more than Wentz. And I don't think that that's true. I, I don't know what's going on. I don't know why it I, appears that Foles has more time. And I don't know why his throws look better. When he's got a player coming at him, than than Wentz's do at least right now. I, I don't know. I think there's more there's more of a sense of Wentz can do anything, so we'll, we can call anything. Where Foles, we have to subconsciously game plan a little bit more. One of the pods we listened to even mentioned what we spoke about seven weeks ago. Why aren't the Eagles running between the tackles more? And look how how, how good that worked last week. 
Run between the yeah. tackles. Stop with these pitches and all this bullshit and misdirect. Just run. We'll just run the ball. Yeah, I mean, they have a good offensive line. Uh, you should be able to power it up the middle sometimes. I agree. I, well, the pitches, the pitches have their time and place. You know, especially when you have a Corey Clement who is now hurt or Darren Sproles. Um, well, and then I think uh, Collinsworth mentioned like the lack of depth on even even the Eagles. All right, so we don't know the names. You know, Clavion, whatever his name is, and Maddox is the draft. You know, the new draft pick. Just because we don't know the names doesn't mean that they're not on. You know, the Super Bowl winning team's roster. You know, maybe they just oh, needed know. their. You know, maybe they just needed their chance, and uh, you know. And the Rams, you see what happens with the Rams with no cup, with a banged up girly. I mean, there's nothing happening there. In fact, I'm going to change my – I'm going to take my Rams off, my pick and pull. Oh, yeah. yeah I would not recommend uh, picking the Rams for anything right now. No. Like I said, and we'll get into it a little bit later. Yeah, I'm taking them I off. Just All right. feel like they're toast. Any um, more ridiculous conversations we should be having right now? Is there anything else? I'm sure there's a whole um, bag full of them, but we won't get into them. Um, curious, uh, and we'll we'll get back to the NFL. Christmas right around the corner. A- anything special going on for you guys this year at Christmas time? Yeah, kind of the same old stuff. Um, the the uh, our our niece and nephew are coming up, which I don't, this might be their first Christmas up here from Florida. But otherwise, no, it's the usual typical stuff. Why yeah. would you? Anything you? No, no, we do the same. I mean, it's the same thing every year. And as a matter of fact, I think Christmas Eve plans are probably canceled due to sickness and illness going on. Um, oh, and so then... jealous. <laughs> well, that's kind of a bummer. And even Christmas Day, like Olivia's not feeling well. So I, I'm not quite sure if we're going to make it to my mom's or not. So we'll see. Um, but no, otherwise, it's the same thing. What I wanted to tell you earlier was um, every, you know, every Christmas Eve, we wind up going to the Christmas Eve mass because uh-huh. Olivia's in choir. So, you know, she'll sing. She'll sing there and stuff like that. Um, now, this year, it's probably not going to happen. But is she going to lose a story about that? Is what? she going to lose her voice and then make a wish to Santa Claus to get it back in time? Uh, that sounds like a Lifetime movie or something like that, or Hallmark Channel. That no, come Hallmark on, Channel Brady, Brady Bunch. Remember Mrs. Brady lost her voice. <laughs> I oh wow, I don't actually don't remember that one. Oh my it's god, crazy. it's a classic. I, I've seen every one like ten <laughs> times. I can't believe I can't recall that. That's so bizarre. I mean, if you ask me, do you remember when they put the baked beans in the flashlight? I would say yes. I remember that was in the Grand Canyon. <laughs> um, Bobby was or so when th- they got locked. They got locked in that jail. I would say, oh yeah, that was in the Wild West. Uh, that guy locked them up. Uh, but I'm al- yeah, I'm always disappointed when I go to the Grand Canyon and a, you know an, an extra adventure doesn't happen to me when I'm there. <laughs> I, I really thought the Grand Canyon was somewhat boring, actually. <laughs> right. They... I didn't love it. Yeah, I didn't love it at all. It's really strange. Um, do you remember Cindy's doll? What the name was? Kitty Carryall. Of course, of course. That was silly for me to even ask. <laughs> um, ba- back to my Christmas story. Sure, yeah, got So, that. no, so so I was, you know, I play the uh, daily fantasy sports, and I've been doing that for like the last three or four years. And last year I got really hot. Like I pretty much every season it's a wash or I wind up losing a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
last season I really started picking up steam in December and yeah. there were you know I I won a couple hundred in like say the first weekend of December and then as it was like that week before Christmas I won um it was like a multiplier tournament I won like 500 bucks right on this one this one tournament it was like me against 32 other guys so anyway it's Christmas Eve and there were some games on Christmas Eve last year I'm assuming I think it was a Sunday if I remember correctly, so there were all a whole, a whole bunch of games. I was in another five hundred dollar, five hundred dollar multiplier, and as we got to Christmas Eve mass, that was at like say five thirty. <laughs> so the four, you know, the four twenty five games were on the four o'clock games were on. I had yeah. can't remember which players. I'm not gonna bore you with that, but I was I was in fourth place. So the top three won five hundred. Now I'm sitting there in mass. You know, I got my phone and I I can't believe i didn't look at it the entire time but i mean as soon as the mass ended i mean i was twitching this entire right. mass as soon as you know it ended and they start walking back down the whatever you call it the aisle they do the procession out of mass um i mean i unlocked that phone you know and i, and I wound up winning 500 bucks that day. it was great but uh, yeah, I was, you know, I was just sweating it the whole time in mass and, you know, it was Christmas mass. So it's like an hour and 10. Um, I just, uh, yeah. oh my God. I went Singing hosannas. So, did you, you dip in the holy water before you came in your phone or did oh, the I did. I, uh, two hosts. Uh, I took an extra big <laughs> gulp of wine. Yeah. The priest. You know, the... I was trying... Go ahead. The priest what? Nothing. I know it's it, I I went to my you know I have to apologize to Nick to Carson and Nick that I haven't been to church all year even though I said I would after the Super Bowl but um, I went to a mass last month for a wedding my first Catholic mass in a while and you know I had my phone like I was out but I wasn't on it but I really wanted to be like I was <laughs> I was like this is a long time to not be on my phone like this 45 minute mass yeah, I don't know how kids are making it through mass. Oh my God, I I, I couldn't imagine if I, yeah, if I made my kids go to go to church and try to get them off their phones, like I would, you know, lose my mind. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just did it the old-fashioned way when I was a kid. I sat there bored for an hour. Right. And oh why can't there God, be hot just... chicks? <laughs> Where's all the cute <laughs> girls in this town? Nowhere. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You're looking around to see, oh, are there any pretty girls at, at Mass this weekend? It was always the same old crew. And then you're just um, pulling out that hymnal. I would, Oh, my God. I'm, like, reading the lyrics to some of the songs. I'm like, oh, what what next? That got me through, like, the first 12 minutes. Um, <laughs> right. Reading. Re oh, I'll read along this week. Then you're still like, oh, my God, why is he talking so slow? Yeah. You know, reading every, and, every message to the Corinthians, like, oh. <laughs> and then there's the dreaded homily where oh, you know, my God. the priest and the pastor. Now, some of them are great about it, and some of them are really interesting. Like, I remember we had some priests that were – they would just give a great one. It would be like 10, 12 minutes long. they knock it out, be a couple jokes here and there. We have one at our church now who he'll talk for 25 minutes, and he has. <laughs> and it's – I'm not talking about high comedy here. You know, it's just like blah, 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 blah. I can't take it, but I'm, a, you know. I'm, a, I'm afraid that Carson will leave after Nick's second Super Bowl. No, there's no fear there. I, and that's a guarantee that he'll win out. <laughs> that's a guarantee. I don't need a priest to tell me that. <laughs> yeah, man. So church, any, church is tough with <laughs> without a phone. It is. It is. I, yeah. I mean, I, I wonder if the priest has it in his his pocket. 
the phone. Huh. She feels it buzzing as he's sitting there watching the the kids bring up the, the they they walk up the aisle with the cross and they bring up the host and the wine and all that for the blessing. What if the if the priest is checking his text? Well, that's the thing. Like you're not, you know, you're an altar boy. Are you going to leave your phone in like, you know, the the back room? I forget what it's called. The sanctus something or the, like the it, sacristy, my friend. That's sacristy, the sacristy. There it is. I was close. Um, you know, would you ever leave your phone just anywhere without in a locker? Like I wouldn't even leave it in the locker. It's always going to be on me. But again, I'm I'm an old man now, so I don't know. No, I'm with you. It's, my phone's usually in my back pocket. Like when I'm walking <laughs> around at work, it's always in my back pocket. I don't have a stupid phone clip on my belt like some dorks have. But <laughs> yeah, um, no, you know it's funny. I when I was a kid, and this is off topic from phone, but in church, you know, I was the altar boy, and I guess I did it for two years or something like that, three years. I can't remember. And I remember uh, a couple couple stories about that. The one time. It was like a big keep, Christmas keep, mass or whatever. Keep them clean, Johnny. I don't want I don't want you to go dark here. No, you know it's funny. I do have a um, I do have a story where I was working. I would work in the rectory uh, like weeknights. I was like twelve years old, thirteen. I would literally just answer the phone if somebody wanted to like um, schedule a funeral or like book a wedding. Like I would take that over the phone, or they would come in. Like a thirteen-year-old kid doing this, right? Well, the Mons, one, Mons, the one Mons, night, Monsignor, your, your eight o'clock appointments here, and it's all like teenage boys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, that's disgusting. So the one night, um, the one, the one priest, he wasn't the pastor, but I, I'm pretty sure it was literally just me and him in this building. Oh. Uh-oh. And, you know, I'm down in the office. Yeah. And he's like, hey, could you uh, – yeah, you're not going to believe this. He's like, hey, could you come upstairs and help me change my sheets? And I was like, <laughs> sure. <laughs> and so I did – you know, so I did. I went up there. I'm like, I didn't think anything of, of it. I mean, I was 12 years old. Right. That's so a guy. That's God asking you. Well, exactly. That's the problem. This is where they get these kids. So yeah. I went up there. I did it, you know um, – you know, change the sheets, went back downstairs. Like nothing happened, or at least as far as my memory will allow me to, <laughs> to, to remember, nothing <laughs> <Right>. happened. <laughs> that's, that's fucking odd. That's more odd that nothing happened really. Like change my sheets. I what? I know. Right. <laughs> what did you wet them? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> so, um, anyway, so I get home and you know, my parents are like, Oh, you know, how was, you know, how was work or whatever? And considered it work, right. It was only three hours a night. And um, I said, oh, I was fine, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, yeah, Father Lee asked me to change the sheets. My dad's like, what? And, you know, <laughs> I, so I repeated it again. And you know, my dad didn't say anything after that. But I do know that he had a follow-up meeting with both that priest and the pastor after that. Like, it was addressed. <laughs> I didn't, my dad didn't share anything with me. Um <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but I know, like, my mom asked me at one point, like, years later, like, hey, did anything ever happen with that? <laughs> and I was like, no, not as far as I remember. I said, no, I don't think so. Father Lee had on a cowboy hat saying, I love I love the smell of dried cum on my bed sheets in the morning. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> it smells like edit that out. That's disgusting. victory. <laughs> <laughs> oh. God, there's so many. I, you know, I don't even want to laugh about because this happens. <laughs> really happens to people. I had a, a that near, was, you know, that's my near death experience. Well, uh, so right. So, th- were you an 
how much longer were you an altar boy after that? I mean, sure, that was his first step. Change my sheets. Then it's oh, hey. I was like, if it, yeah, I was like, oh, I like where this is going. I'm going to do this for another 10 years. See, <laughs> see what what happens next. Um, no, the, the altar boy thing, that was like two or three years. Um, working in the rectory, I, I want to say I only did that for like two or three years. I mean, I would have to sit there and count the um, the money from the envelopes and record what everybody gave. That was oh my one of God. my jobs. Yeah. Yeah. So I knew like what families were given what money, <laughs> like what family gave a buck every week, what family was dropping, you know, 20 or 50 in there in their envelope. Yeah. I had to record it. So they knew exactly who gave what. And I'm sure they still do that today. Father Lee, we have enough money for your 500 thread count sheets. <laughs> Another set of silk sheets. <laughs> Here's for some Father Bowen Lee. Branch, Father. <laughs> I, he had a water bed, if I remember. Correctly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be oh, great. God, yeah. I'm uh, sorry, Johnny. Yeah, that's repressed. You better. Uh, you might need to talk. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Just keep it, keep it buried deep down. You don't want to bring that that's up. What, that's what Father Lee said. Yeah. Buried deep down. I um, uh, yeah. I avoid therapy for that reason. I don't want. I don't want to know what happened. I don't oh want to remember. God. You'll be you'll be a crumbling mess when when you start to remember. It would explain so much. Yeah, let it let it go, Johnny. Let, 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 it's, it's okay. It's my goodwill hunting moment. It's not your fault, John. It's not, it's not your, your fault. fault. Johnny. <laughs> oh man, well, what a Christmas story we we. Uh, it started out as a good one and turned into childhood uh, pranks and. Well, guess what? Horsing around. It's not your fault. He actually changes sheets. That's a that's ridiculous. That's what my dad said. Uh, I'm surprised my dad didn't go over there and kill him. I mean, I could only imagine if you know, my God, if my child came home and, and gave a story like that, uh, I might have <laughs> wound up in in jail that night. Yeah. <laughs> my yeah. God. Think about it. <laughs> what you would what you would do. Anyway, make make sure to uh, when the collection plate comes around, you know, fill it up. We like the we like the money that jingles, but we prefer the money that folds. Well, if you're going to give a lot of money, though, make sure it's got an envelope with your name on it, so the church knows. Wow, you. They're they're recording it. And what did they do with that? Know. With those records? What 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 became of that? Would you I, come in for? I don't know. It was, it was in a ledger. You know, it was a ledger that, you know, everybody had their own spot in that ledger. It was just like this big, giant book. And, um, you know, you just record it like the, uh, every week of the year. It had like the 52 slots or whatever per family. And, you know, you would record it. And then if there were like new families, you know, you just add, they'd tack them onto the, to the back of the book. And I would just start recording them. But, yeah, it was crazy. You know, this crazy. is such a, you know, obviously I'm not religious anymore. Um, I hope there's a God, but this, this, this is such a perversion of what a God would want is, you know, writing down, it's all about money. I went to Catholic church my whole life. It was all about the money and the tax exemption. That's all anyone cared about. And it's, you know, is that what God as Bono eloquently put in rattle and hum? My God ain't short of cash, mister. Oh, sounds like Sinatra. <laughs> Um, I don't know. Look, I, I don't want to get into the whole Catholic debate, yeah. but I certainly agree that there is a heavy emphasis on money. 
Um, but, you know, we sent Olivia to Catholic school, and to be honest with you, I love her school. Yes, do I get hit up for money every week? I do. Um, but she's getting a good education. I like the values that they're trying to instill. I think at that age, at least, it works. Um, you know, when I got somebody up there preaching to me at, you know, I'm age 46, and, and then they're asking me for cash, I, you know, that starts to bother me. But I do it to support the school. But I hear you, man. It's all about cash. Yeah. Totally is. It's a business. Look at the Va- look at Vatican City. Oh my God! Yeah, how many gold chalices are we buying? Right. If we were carrying out all the gold in that city, and then Jesus. I took it somewhere and weighed it, I mean, how much money am I getting back if, I, if I'm taking that to a pawn shop? I just exactly. bring all the gold from Vatican City. They should, uh, you know, they should base everything on the Last Crusade. What should that chalice look like? It should look like a wooden, uh, modest chalice. You want to get splinters in your lips. I mean, you got to have some sort of metallic well, uh, chalice, nothing I wooden. Know. You're missing my point. But. <laughs> I know. I was just trying to nitpick there. Um, you know, Merry, Merry Christmas, ha- everyone. Yeah. Merry- <laughs> wow, it's uh, it's good a story as Rudolph or, or Frosty. What what we just regaled there. Good work by us. Merry Happy Christmas. Um, congratulations if you weren't molested or you've forgotten about it. Uh, see, why are you going there? Because what if somebody who uh, listens to us was? That sounded insensitive the way you said it. I, I, it's not insensitive. It's, you know, it's uh, this is what you're paying your money for. It's for, it's for all this stuff to be swept. I, I hope you're not paying your money for this. For what? To listen, are you talking about to listen to us? No, no, no. I mean, you know, just all the money you're putting in the collection plate for oh. your whole life. <laughs> So your kid could get whisked whisked away upstairs, right? To, this can, uh, help change the the linens. This can all be swept under the super ornate floor rug. Yeah, uh, John, I need you to rearrange my sock and underwear drawer tonight, <laughs> if you could. When you're when you're done counting the uh, the the collections from this week, oh, that you know, me. that is I, God. The more I think about it, that is that's a really odd thing that you did. That you did. The sheets. Well, I I, I, I thought about it. I'm sorry. I thought about it. I no no no. I was just gonna say I thought about it, and I I wonder if it was. It's so disgusting to even contemplate. But it was like just the the thrill of it for that guy. Like clearly that for him to invite me up there, he had some thoughts in mind, and it was like the thrill of it. Like he was that close to to trying something, probably. So crazy. He probably had God, some. He didn't. Yeah, some dirty magazines other than a mattress. He was hoping you would just kind of stumble upon and say, "What's this, Father?" Yeah, Boy Scouts of America. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Volume Twenty Seven. <laughs> uh, you know, but uh, yeah, thank God. Hey, as far as my memory has served uh, me, it, it was a near miss. Um, anything that happened is buried deep enough that uh, it's not bothering me. Once again, let's all have a. It's uh, our Christmas episode. Everyone have a great (laughs) (laughs) enjoy Christmas episode. (laughs) Wow, it's very. You want to talk about next? (laughs) My God, animal cruelty. Jesus. Uh, We haven't we haven't spoken (laughs) about Michael. Christmas lineup. (laughs) What's the Christmas lineup this week? Well, uh, we're going to touch on some suicide, animal cruelty, and I'm going to share a story where I was almost molested. Uh, Sounds great, and then we'll do some NFL picks. Johnny, we're yes. from Jer- we're from Jersey, man. We gotta keep it real. We lost our real. Jersey way. I feel like what, 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 we really have. What's our Jersey way? 
just making ah, changing I mean, sheets every time we're asked or or saying, no. hey, what the fuck? Why am I changing these sheets? No, that is not the Jersey way. Uh, that might be some Alabama way or something like that. Where The, the Jersey yeah, way? I, I don't know. We're not shrinking violets. We can't, you know, we got to bring some attitude. Say, what the fuck's wrong with you? I'm not doing that. <laughs> well, when I, you know, I was I was too young to say that. I had to just go along with, uh, with what I was told to do or asked to do. But, no, I it, what I was saying about we lost our Jersey way is when we started this podcast out, we were heavily talking about some Jersey-related topics, I felt like, even if it was just down to Jersey Shore. And I don't feel like we've touched on any of that no. crap over the last even our seven, grazy, eight episodes. Even our gravy versus sauce debate in a uh, forgotten pod uh, we've never gotten back to. Does that pod still exist? Is it there for people to listen to? I don't think so, no. No, it's not. It's not? I, I a, don't even know if I have a copy of it. Yeah, we had, a, no, we had a recording issue. I think my my uh, my side didn't record. Oh, uh, so, just, so all we heard was sauce, um, you know. No, we heard gravy and I won. Support for the sauce side of the <laughs> ar- argument. No, you didn't win. I will tell you something. I went to um, a nice little restaurant in Philly. Uh, my boss took us there this week. Um, and it was called Little Nona's in Philly. So shout out to them. Fantastic. But I got the Sunday gravy uh, meal, which mm-hmm. was exactly what you'd expect. It was, you know, a, it's like a bowl of rigatoni. And then another bowl of like a meatball that was stuffed with some cheese and sausage and broccoli rob. And I think there was some braised rib in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I'll tell you what. I was willing to call it gravy uh, <laughs> on that occasion. I said, you call this whatever you want. If it's gravy, I'm eating it. It was fantastic. So I get the gravy thing. I just grew up calling it sauce. It's, you know, I'm a metagon. I'm, I'm not an authentic Italian like you. I got a little <laughs> Sicilian in me, but. Or whatever Father Lee was. But, um. Oh! <laughs> oh! <laughs> yeah, so, anyway. But, um, uh, yeah. Right. I, I won that Jersey argument. boys. Go ahead. All right, that, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I, I'll give it to you. I, I don't care. You know, I'm, like I said, I just eat it. I don't necessarily care what you call it. To me, <laughs> gravy is brown. Turkey. Yeah, it is. gravy. It's right. that's definitely it's definitely gravy, but so it's is red. Uh, but so is what we eat on Sunday, man. Oh, okay, well, your house. What's your next? Tra- I want to uh, see your next transition into a subject. Was that it? Oh, is there another one? No. <laughs> what are we going? But what's this? The third wall or the fourth wall? You're breaking down here. <laughs> People aren't supposed to know about that. My God. Don't make me talk about Father Lee anymore. Giving away the secret. I can't talk about that guy anymore. He's got enough airplay. Yeah, he has. Uh, I, I hope he's shuffled off you know. somewhere else. When's the last time you revealed something so personal about yourself? I mean, I'm really unfolding here on the pod. Ah, you, I told, talked about crying in front of my kids and my dog ran away. Uh, yeah, and you completely funny. sold me out. <laughs> that was pretty funny. <laughs> oh. Man, do you, is there anything else that you cry at? We we kind of dropped that conversation. Yeah, I no, think nothing else makes you cry. I don't, not necessarily. Like day to day, embarrassing, huh? Wow, you're such a man's man. <laughs> so true. <laughs> I know it's not. That's a, there's got to be something there. 
You know, I cried when Harry Callis died. Um. Okay. Yeah, I can buy it. that's a, that. That's not embarrassing, though, to me. No, I'm, 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 it doesn't have to be embarrassing. Yeah, so that's not embarrassing crying to me. Like embarrassing crying is when I tell you that when I watch like this YouTube video of these people getting married. <laughs> and do you remember? Do you did you watch The Office? Yeah. Yeah. So do you remember mm-hmm. when Jim and Pam got married? Then they did the the Chris Brown song with everyone coming up the aisle and dancing. No. Do you remember that? No. Okay. So I so that was a big YouTube phenomenon what sparked that idea on the show. It was these people who they got married and the whole bridal party, they put together this like procession in where they're all dancing like two by two down the aisle. And it goes on for the length of this song forever by Chris Brown. And you know, it's kind of like a dance song and, um, and it's like six or seven minutes. So it's, it's literally like a six minute YouTube video that actually inspired the show to do the same thing when Jim and Pam got married, where all the characters are doing what these people did in real life. So I was watching that video the other day, the, the original one on YouTube that inspired it. It's called JK Wedding, I think. And I got like a tear in my eye watching these people do this. And I'm like, why am I, why? Why am I tearing up watching something like this? Do I have estrogen floating through my my bloodstream at this point in life. I'm not getting it. I go to the gym. I feel like I should be building testosterone. And yet something like that brings a tear to my eye and I can't even figure out why. Uh, (laughs) To me, that's embarrassing crying. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. I think you still have father Lee's DNA up your ass. Uh, Probably so, man. My God, maybe that's the answer. I don't know. Will you cry? Will you cry if the Phillies don't get Bryce Harper or Manny Machado? No. That's, that kind of stuff doesn't – that's the thing. Like I, I'm not the kind of guy who's going to get weepy over a bad uh, football season or you know a, a loss by one of my sports teams. Like That stuff doesn't get to me. I, I, I don't know. It's uh, real-life type things. I, to I, me. I got weepy after the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, I did. When the Eagles won <laughs> – um, I had a tear in my eye. I did. Like all week. That's if, a victory, though. All week leading up to the Super Bowl, if like if anyone made me could have pushed me over the edge, I could have like, like just dissolved into a heap of tears, like crying. Like I was at certain points, I was just trying to like bite my lip to not cry. Like then I was. Pre- <laughs> then was it pre- quivering? Was like, your lower lip yeah, quivering? Like pregame, I was so happy and during the and like. But when they finally won, then it, I, I was expecting myself to just be a mess, but I wasn't. And um, and then like we we were in the next day in Minneapolis, and then I came home the day after, and it was when I was talking to Melinda, I was just telling her about it, and I was saying how I was, then I was watching everyone's videos online of of their of the last play, and then she's like, "Are you crying?" <laughs> I was like, "Yes, I am." <laughs> like that's what I uh. that's what I kind of let it out. I was just like, I mean, that was I don't know that was. Fucking emo- I was emotional just all week, all two weeks. Now, when Melinda saw that, did she then say, right now, my estimation of <laughs> you as a man is, uh, is fucking plummeted? Did she say that? <laughs> she should have. No, I, I, did, um, I did tear up 
you know, right at the very end there, you know, right as the Eagles won, you know, like the, the clock, you know, ticked down to zero. Um, I definitely was tearing up. I didn't have, like, full-on tears tear streaming down my face. Like, <laughs> I couldn't see that happening. If I was on the Eagles, like, if I had been playing on the field, I could see that happening. Like, I could see playing on the team, winning a, a championship, you know, that happening. But not as a fan – Nah, it was tears. There was slight tears of joy, but not not many. My lip wasn't quivering all week like yours. Uh, well, some of us just open up our hearts to to life and love, Johnny. I, I just told you I cried over a YouTube video of people <laughs> getting married. You know, I, I feel like I've opened up. I told you, but you know, childhood stories of uh, you know near misses with molestation. I mean, well, what do you want? You from know, me? you wouldn't be judging me so harshly if you were truly open. I think. Oh really? Yeah, you know, you sound and I'm like Father Lee. Right, I'm feeling a little. Uh, I'm, I'm, I feel I'm a little upset by like your. I feel like you're not allowing me. To be myself and to be free. No, no, I want you to cry every chance you get. I wish you had more embarrassing crying uh, moments that we could discuss. I feel like I have way more. I feel like I'm the one who's more open to the world than you. Well. Maybe. Do you, do you, your little any, um, Jersey Shore moments that make you cry. You know what? I was watching uh, watching it this week. They had a Friendsgiving episode. It was a two-hour episode where they all had Thanksgiving dinner, and then they went over some clips. And um, I'm telling you, I, I you've got Melinda convinced now that I really like these people. They're good. They're good people. I'm sure they're fine. Yeah, I'm just saying I'm sure it's a fine. good show. They're good people. I haven't cried at that show. No, I haven't. I hope not. That would be ridiculous. I try. You know, Melinda uh, yeah. cries at everything. Like every show, it doesn't matter what it is. We'll all look over at her and see her crying over, like you know, th- just the dumbest things. And does she watch This Is Us? Yeah, yeah, she does. I knew it. I knew it. Yeah, she binged that ah. like by herself. Um, yeah. But oh, you know, by the way, what are you watching? Do you watch TV? I gave you a list uh, of shows. You need I to be know. watching I... Mad Men, Americans, but, Killing listen. Eve, Party Down. I agree. I I, I don't agree. know I, I don't know where to start with you. What are you watching? I I, I hit a tough uh, I hit a rough patch with work. It just I'm exhausted every night. Um, honestly, I oh, I've only been watching this show Dirty John, on Bravo. Oh, <laughs> it's a true story. No, it's it's a good it's a good story. It was there was it started out. I mean, it was a real life story. Then they created a podcast about it, um, and now there's a show based on it. This guy, Eric Bana, uh, I'm not sure if you know who he is. He's, he's a pretty famous actor, yeah. I would say. But he plays this guy, John Meehan, who um, fooled this woman into thinking he was something that he wasn't. Turns out he's, like, I think a hardcore criminal. So it's just it, – that's the show I'm watching. It's, it's not The Sopranos, but – it's like a quick, you know, Bravo, 40 minutes, you know, and you know, after commercials, I watch one episode and then I go to bed. It's only got four se- four episodes in in the season, so. Yeah, better, I, I, I know. I'm way behind. Better Call Saul, Fargo. I could go yeah. on and on. You, don't, you know what? You I'll tell you what. You don't love I'll, TV. I'll, I, I do. I'll pledge to you this. I'm off next week. I will... I will watch a full season of, of one of those. I don't know if it's going to be Better Call Saul or or maybe I'll do two. I'll do Better Call Saul. I'll get caught up and then maybe Fargo. I've, I've really been dying to see Fargo. I've never seen it. I, I can't say like no to any one. of them. 
Party yeah. Down, Party Down, just watch one episode. You can bang that out very quickly. Mad Men, I don't want you to forget about Mad Men. I, I, you know what? I, I don't know. Mad Men, I can't get psyched up for. Oh. I'm just having a hard time with it. It's good. Um, yeah, I know. I know it is. Uh, so I, I, I'll get, I'll get caught up on TV, and then then we could talk more about it. I know I'm coming up light here. I got a, a, literally a Bravo show. Is my, <laughs> it's uh, like my number one show right now. So I, I don't know what to say. I, I told just, you I got estrogen. I'm crying. <laughs> I'm watching Bravo shows. Like I'm, you, I'm fully transitioning. Like I like I ignore my family to watch TV shows by myself. Do you do that? You're not a man. Uh, no, I. <laughs> of course I do. How do you think? I, I mean, that's how I watched. Uh, God, back when I was watching Walking Dead, I did that or. Um, Breaking Bad. I mean, I watched a lot of Breaking Bad just on my own, you know, with the headphones in and and uh, that's a likely and watching story. that show. No, it's all true. Believe me. But yeah, I, I have not been doing it recently. I've been uh, very very lax in my my TV watching. So you know, apologies. I guess I'll accept it. Sorry, I didn't realize. Yeah, I know. It's been a while. We haven't been able to talk TV. I gotta uh. get back on it. Um, we, we got to get to some NFL talk, man. Okay. We, we got to get, get back into it, get our picks going. Um, why don't you, uh, why don't you reveal our, our records here through up to week 16? Okay. Uh, last week you went two, two and one and I went seven and one, Johnny, seven oh and God. one. Um, a lot of ground. I am 42, 27 and one. And you are twenty eight, twenty eight and two, um, which really, okay. uh, you know, it's not bad. No, I mean, at this point in the season, if you're five hundred or better, I mean, I'm what I, I'm telling you, like I said, I'm in a zone right now. Uh, you know, the lines are talking to me, and I hear them. They're talking to me. They're whispering to me, Johnny. Like it's like Field of Dreams. Jeff. Yeah. Jeff. You're gonna have a catch spot. with your uh, father out in the out in the yard. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> what happened to that actor? Did he did he stay in that cornfield? If I go to Iowa next month for work, will I see him out there? Just, I feel like that guy only had roles where he was like a 1930s baseball player. <laughs> no matter what he was in, he just that's what he looked like. I I don't, I don't know. I don't even know who the hell that was. I know Kevin Costner went on to have a good <laughs> career. <laughs> Every time I watch that movie, I look that guy up and I forget he he did like. I don't know, a law and order or some shit or I like think everyone has, but, <laughs> but yeah, he just, everyone just disappeared. Yeah. Law and order. Like that's not exactly beefing up your resume. They no, have like 12,000 episodes across all the different, you know, I uh, think variations you, of law and order. I think you and I had an arc on there, didn't we? Uh, we should, <laughs> uh, this week, uh, altar boy is, uh, <laughs> found upstairs under a pile of sheets. <laughs> it's a statute of limitations episode. Yeah, there's a fingerprint on the uh, the ledger. Uh, who 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 done it? Um, all right. So so long story short, you're anyway, doing really well. Big I'm Daddy's five hundred. Yeah, Big Daddy's feeling it. Um, I I can't wait to hear one of your picks today. Like I said. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I feel at least proud that I haven't lost anybody any money. Right? No, no, you, you haven't. Know, if, if they literally followed every pick, I haven't cost anybody any money. And, Not that I think someone's doing that. And the Eagles, uh, you know, I wish I had the guts enough to pick them straight out, my pick and pull. 
But before the game, I actually did bet on them to win a couple money line bets. I mean, they weren't huge. They were like 15 bucks. But I tripled. So I have I have my DraftKings for when I'm in Jersey. And then I was traveling a lot lately. So I have this other betting site that I used in the past. I have both my balances were tripled after the Eagles game, which is very dangerous because I was betting on the Eagles on both sites, which, you know, could have been disastrous. But I I was all in. I had the first half seven. I had them to win the game. I had the, the 13 points I had. And then as the game was going on, the Eagles were getting four. The Eagles were getting two. The Eagles were getting a half. I was betting everything. I tripled both my balances, dude. The Eagles fucking, oh, what a, what a night. Yep. They killed it. You know, I feel bad for anyone who was an Eagles fan but couldn't partake in the in the joy of watching them <laughs> because they bet against the Eagles. That <laughs> right. If that's anyone, what I feel bad about. Anyone still betting ten point teasers for some reason in twenty eighteen? <laughs> <laughs> hey, some people go uh, old school, man. If, if that person's listening, just shame, shame on you. Shame. <laughs> yeah, it's. It's a shame. I felt bad for them. Yeah. I feel bad for them. Um, all right. I guess we should just jump right in. Who starts? I'm probably gonna do a I'm probably gonna do uh six picks this week. All right. Um I did God. too. Okay. All right. Um I'm going with one game today. So today you got the Skins Titans and then you got the Ravens Chargers. I cannot touch that Skins Titans game. I just can't. No. I can't touch I can't take the titans lane 11 although clearly they're going to win this game i just can't do it i mean i could see mariota you know throwing a pick or something like that at least the skins d scoring once maybe um so let's jump to the 820 game tonight baltimore ravens taking on the chargers in la chargers laying four um god this was a toughie but it's four I'm you have four to, i have four yeah, Chargers laying four. Why? What are you saying? Four and a half. Well, last night. I didn't look today. So so you saw Chargers laying four and a half? Interesting. On, on, okay. on DraftKings. I, I didn't look today. I'm looking right now. Got it. Yeah, it adjusted. Okay. Uh, came down a half point. Okay, um, yeah, right. Gotcha, four. Hmm. So the, public, so the public's been on the Ravens a little bit then. Um, yeah, so I'm... Going with the Chargers. I think Melvin Gordon's back. Um, I feel comfortable laying four. I know the Ravens' defense is really good, maybe like top three defense in the league. I still don't think they're like the Ray Lewis Ravens' defense. Um, you can move the ball on them. Um, so I, I'm going to take the Chargers. I think Phillip Rivers just is playing out of his mind this season. And with Melvin Gordon coming back, and if they got Keenan Allen out there again, I know they lost him a week or two ago. Um, I feel I feel okay laying four in LA. Yeah, um, I I like the Chargers giving two and a half in the first half, um, mm. but I think you know I have an infinite I have a, an affinity for the Chargers. Like I think both people my age or our age, you know, we remember that that Miami playoff game, that overtime win for the Chargers and those great Chargers teams. Uh, one of my best friends from college was a big Chargers fan. I, I just always feel a kinship with the Chargers. Now, they've let me down quite a bit, and it took me a while even this year to get on their bandwagon. But I think this Chargers team is different, where normally this will be a letdown game for them, especially with no home field. Um, I could, I just don't see that happening this year. I think they just kind of take care of business. I just think they're a better team, and even Melvin Gordon or not. Um, and, you know, 
Lamar Jackson, I, I, you know, I haven't really watched him. I'm sure it's great, but you know, yeah, he runs a lot. I, is this a, this is what we want from our quarterbacks now in a, in a passing league? Like the guy can't break 200 yards passing. I mean, it's nice, but I know. Look at the rookies. You got him. You got Josh Allen. You know, rushing for over 100 yards a, a game. Now, that's not their average. I'm just saying. I'm, I've seen a couple games where Josh Allen's rushed for over 100. Certainly, Lamar Jackson. I don't know. I I'm sure that Lamar Jackson's going to be fine. I just I'm not a full believer yet. Yeah, and, and it, I could see him turning the ball over. Chargers <clears throat> have a good D. They do. Uh, what's his name? Jamar. Jamar. Oh. Who's the Chargers' defensive rookie? The real good guy. Oh my God. That and linebacker. Me, I definitely don't know. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I the only guy I know who's not a rookie is Bosa. He's got <laughs> he's an in, the line. no, he's I, got a really interesting name. Damn it, he's really good. Oh. Uh, um. Uh, anyways, uh, and it is scary that the Chargers seem to be always losing and coming back and winning. I'd rather them play from the front, obviously, but um, I am kind of with you there. I'm not taking it, but I, I I'm taking the first half Chargers. Yeah, I feel like the public's really on Baltimore, and I do like going against the public sometimes. So yeah. I, I, I just like the Chargers lane four. I think everyone's just so high on the Ravens right now, and I'm not getting it. They have no offense. No. They just run. That's all they do. Um, that can only get you so far. So, okay. Um, so that takes care of today's games. Tomorrow, a couple interesting ones. Um, let, where do you want to go first? Um, I am going to go to... New England. Okay. And, you know, what have the old, all the old-timers say? You know, these big point spreads in the NFL, you want to take them. I took the Bills getting four at home against the Patriots, and the Buffalo was in line to win that game. You know, different scenario on the road. Uh, I, I don't want to dance on the Patriots' grave, but I, I don't see them scoring a lot of points. Buffalo has a great defense. Um, I like getting the 13 and a half here. It's a lot of points. I know. It's minus 110 on both sides. Um, 13 and a half. Uh, yeah, I'm not touching this game. I'm sorry. I can't. You know, the Patriots should blow them out of the water. I agree with you. Buffalo's got a really good defense. But, you know, we're talking Tom Brady. Um, they did lose Josh Gordon. Gronk is just not what he was. Patriots have a really good run game. They have freaking shut down corners. Like, you got to worry about defensive scoring in this game, too. You know, Josh Allen could throw picks. And Stephon Gilmore and what's his name? Jackson. I think he's the other corner that New England has, a rookie. They're good, man. I'd be a little concerned. I'm not, yeah, I'm, I'm not. I haven't picked the Patriots yet in my pick them. I'm not I'm not saying they're going to lose. That would be highly unlikely because Oh as, no, as, you're taking 13 and a half points. As bad as, as bad as the Patriots looked, you know, they're still in line for home field advantage or, you know, or second seed. Um but I just think, you know, again, of course I hope that, you know, that the Eagles ended the dynasty. That'd be awesome, but I'm taking I'm taking <laughs> nope, a well. I'm, I'm taking a 13 and a half. I mean, but Buffalo Buffalo's been playing tough all year. They have not given up. No, I mean, Buffalo is a really tough team. I, yeah. I'm not saying I disagree with you. I, I just think that the Patriots could be really butthurt after um, the last couple of games, especially just getting embarrassed by Miami. 
with that with that last second win. My God, that was just so amazing. You know, see. I, yeah, I, I didn't see the Steelers game. I was at hockey. I was kind of following along or seeing pieces of it on random TVs, but uh, it's kind of stunning that Brady did not connect on those red zone opportunities in the fourth quarter. And yeah, it's pathetic. And, you know, and he's, you know, the Miami game, he forgot how many timeouts he had. Uh, <laughs> something's dude. It's, you know, this, this is not their typical. Yeah. They'll get beaten during the regular season. Then just destroy everybody. This feels different. And uh, I'm proud to say that the Eagles had a big hand in it. I would say that, yeah, it signaled the beginning of the end. Yeah. It remains to be seen, right? We have to live through this year's playoffs and see where the Patriots go. Obviously, they're in the playoffs. Looks like they potentially have a first-round bye as it stands today. Um, somebody could overtake them, but especially if they continue playing the way they're playing. They lose to the Bills today, man. I don't know. we got to have another conversation next week. Mm-hmm. Um, What's your but next? anyway, okay. So, so you're taking Bills plus 13 and a half. Yeah. Um, I am going to go with the Falcons taking on the Panthers. No cam. Um, that line, I know it flipped. I want to say it flipped about five and a half or six, the opposite direction. It did. Because I think in the beginning, I think, yeah. Six and a half points. The, week, the Falcons. Six and a half, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So I have right now the Falcons laying three. I feel really comfortable with that. I know the Panthers' defense, I guess, is supposedly decent. I'm not a huge believer. Um, and I guess Christian McCaffrey is going to do his thing. But who's this guy that's starting for Carolina? Heineke or something? He's the quarterback? Come on. The Falcons have to win this by more than three. I- I'm sorry. I, don't I-, know. I feel okay with this one. Falcons I, minus three. I don't know. That's an insane even game to even look at. But good luck. Why? <laughs> I don't just. Not, I don't Why? know. You Everything's sure on the Falcons side. You can't. It's the Panthers that are. Just can't trust. Uh, maybe. I don't. Know. I don't know. I didn't even think of it. Well, if I was taking Carolina, I would say yeah. It's. I, I don't know. It's such an unknown. But okay. But hey, you got your picks. I got mine now. Yeah. Pal. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, um. Next, where you where you like to go? I'm going I mean, to touch Packers Jets. That's coming up. Um, okay. I got. I'm going to Cleveland first. I'm going to lay to nine and a half. Oh. Okay. All right. I'm not touching that one either. You liking these big spreads this week? Yeah. Well, this is the yeah. But uh, I'm not. That's yeah. That's the one thing I'm not thrilled. Don't make this your big bet of the day. You can make it one of your bets. Um, I, I I think the Browns still want to humiliate Hugh Jackson and the Bengals. Uh, I think this is still, you know, they have a great home crowd. I was just in Cleveland. Everyone's excited. Um, they have a super, super outside chance to make the playoffs. Uh, but it's still kind of in play. Um, Baker is really good. Um, He's awesome. Yeah. I love Baker. Uh, you know, I'm not necessarily thrilled with the nine and a half, but I, I, I'm just going with Cleveland here. Well, the Bengals' defense stinks, so I understand the nine and a half. The Bengals' offense is is Jeff Driscoll. Um, they have no AJ Green. I don't think they have Tyler Boyd. So you're down to John Ross as their primary receiver. Who the fuck is John Ross, right? He has like one catch a game, if that. Um, so no, I don't. I've got no problems with your pick. <clears throat> the Browns laying nine and a half is kind of a scary proposition to me, just because it's Cleveland. But yeah. You're right. They're not. They're, the, yeah. They have an outside chance at the playoffs. It's they're not, not the, the Browns anymore. Browns. Yeah, yeah. I'm staying away from the Hugh Jackson Bowl. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna steer clear of that one. I think I know where you believe I'm going next, which is the Packers in well, it's actually in New Jersey. It's not in New York, but they're taking on the New York Jets. Mm-hmm. Now I got the Jets getting two and a half right now. Right. Does that line up with what you're seeing? Yep. It does. It does. Okay. Um, so this week, my friend, I'm taking the Jets getting two and a half. I feel like this Jets defense is not a piece of crap. It's actually somewhat decent. Everybody and their and their brother, their mother, whatever, can move the ball against the Packers. I watched the Cardinals convert like a third and 37 <laughs> against the Packers or a, f- or a fourth and 37, whatever the hell it was. Um, I want to say that was the last time I took the Packers, and I swore since then that I wasn't taking this this team, uh, this Packers team this year. I know you took them, and I, I think you won with them two weeks ago. I did. In their redemption game. Um, and then I went I against the them Jets last week. this week. You did, and that was that was wise. I'm telling you, I'm feeling Correct. it. I'm feeling it, Johnny. I'm seeing it all. Um, yeah. I am right there with you. This is – thank you for the two and a half points. On my other website, right. the, the Jets are getting three. What I'm confused Ooh, about – take that too. Yeah. What I'm really confused about, and I follow this a lot, is Green Bay giving two and a half is minus 121. And this is still the public – on Green Bay, and I, I, I don't understand it. The, and we, as you and I know, the public is dumb. Yes. Now, now, sometimes I'm part of that public. My God, I was up the Packers' ass all season. I, you know, I love Rodgers. Right. I'm just not a believer this weekend. I, I'm sorry. Rodgers shouldn't even be playing. This is stupid. No. They have nothing to play for. This should be uh, whatever his name is, Kaiser. I, I don't even know who the backup is. In Green Bay, I forget, but this should just be the backup versus Sam Darnold and the Jets win in a close one. To me, I think the Jets have a good chance of winning outright, but I'll definitely take two and a half points. Oh, it's no more than a one point victory. Oh, yeah, I picked them already to win outright. Um, the, the, yeah. the Packers are going to win their first road game in week 16. <laughs> Maybe. I know. Give Come me a on. break. And the Jets, I mean, the Jets don't blow, they're, they're no. okay. I mean, Darnold, the problem is Darnold throwing these stupid picks. But the Packers' defense is nothing. Besides uh, Jair Alexander, that, that rookie, um, nobody scares me on Green Bay. Nobody on no. the defensive side. Not Clay Matthews. I don't care about that Cro-Magnum moron. He, he's not doing anything either. You don't even hear his name any game. But I hope he didn't hear that. Um, all right, we're going to Texans taking on the Eagles, our squad. Uh, 1 o'clock game. Right now, the Eagles are laying one and a half. What's your take? Um, I'm I, I'm taking the Eagles. I don't. Uh, I think they win the game. I don't. I don't. I just don't like the Texans on the road. Like, didn't the Texans lose to the Redskins? Like, as much as they had a nice win streak, and I like the Texans. I just. Um, I don't know. I, I think our defensive line can get to Watson. I just, I just, no, I'm with you. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I think you're you're on the right side here. I don't know. The Eagles why. are winning this game. Yeah, I, I, you know, I don't want to be blinded by, you know, by my Eagles, but I, I just, I, I'm thinking. So, the, there, there were a couple pieces of news, and I'm not sure where it stands today. I heard De- DeAndre Hopkins was iffy. Oh, to really? Play tomorrow. Okay. He was iffy, and I'm almost positive Lamar Miller is definitely out of the game. Okay. Um, that. That definitely has something to do with this with this line, right? Now, Deshaun Watson can can run the ball, but 
I don't know. I feel like the Eagles' um, defensive line can contain him. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and they have enough speed to kind of get out there and get after him if he slips outside the pocket. And, you know, I'm not in love with Demarius Thomas. I think he sucks. And Kiki Kuti, whoever that rookie uh, wide receiver is, like, the Texans don't scare me all that much offensively. I mean, Deshaun Watson's awesome, but I don't know. The Eagles' defense is playing, or, uh, you know, out of their minds right now, uh, especially those corners. So, nah, the Eagles look good, man. Foles is going to roll to another win tomorrow. And did, I'm, I'm laying one and a half. Did the Eagles open up as a one and a half dog? Did I, I thought so. Did I see that correctly? I thought they started as a dog. That's yeah. that's what does worry me a little bit, that that Vegas set that line like that. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly. That line, I can't understand what it's saying. Normally, I can hear it. That one's talking in Farsi. So, I don't know. It's a, in Farsi. Uh, uh, it's a weird one. It's strange, but... Uh, yeah, I like all right, birds, Eagles, man. this is just a good – I think yeah, they, they can win by a field goal. Okay. Um, where do you want to go next? You got any other 1 o'clock games you care about? No, I'm going right to the game where I know your pick. Oh, okay. Uh, well, what game is that? New Orleans hosting the Steelers. Oh, yeah. Of course you know my pick. Steelers getting six and a half. Come on. It's ridiculous. It's, I have the same, six and a half or seven. showing you? I'm seeing six and a half. I'll take seven, but DraftKings is showing six and a half, so that's typically what I go with is whatever DraftKings is showing. You want to, all right, six and a half? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, what? so the Saints um, aren't really scaring me right now. I know they're holding teams to, I don't know, 20-something, uh, under 20 points uh, over the last couple games, but... The Steelers can move the ball. The Saints' defense doesn't doesn't really frighten me all that much. If anything, I feel like Breeze is going to have an issue moving the ball against the Steelers. Um, Kamara scares me, and 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 Mark Ingram a little bit, but I don't know. Steelers' defense is looking pretty solid. All right, this this Go ahead. this is the one where the line is telling me everything, everything I need okay. to know about this game, because we've all watched the Saints. Stink up the place, even despite and they're, but they're winning. But we've seen them lose to the Cowboys, barely beat the Buccaneers, barely beat uh, who was it last week? Uh, Carolina this week. Um, in fact, losing most of the game. Um, you know, fucking up two point conversion plays. Breeze is down. You know, I, I even had the hot take of Monday night. I texted you. All right, it's the Bears' conference to lose or something along those lines. And then yeah. I listened to Lombardi, and I and he was, you know, he he is such a proponent of road wins, and he's like, you know what, it's mental toughness. You're winning on the road. You're doing what it takes. This team has been on the road for like three or four weeks. They're finally at home. They are going to destroy the Steelers. Destroy really? them. Really? It is not even going to be okay. close to your six and a half or seven. They are winning by twelve to fourteen. Number one, then then you factor in Phil Sims talking about teams getting up three times a year. Well, the Steelers have been playing like shit. They always lose to the Patriots. That was their big game of the year. They're not winning this game. They're not coming close. This is, like I said, this is a 12-point to 14-point victory for the Saints. The Saints dominate. Mm, okay. Well, look, I, I have my side, <clears throat> you know. You're predicting a, a 12, 13, 14-point victory. That's fine. Uh, I don't see how the Saints are holding back the Steelers. 
Have you seen some of their weapons? Like, why is it that the Saints are going to outpace the Steelers so so easily? How is that possible? The Steelers scored 14 points last week or 17 points last week. Yeah, the the, the Patriots, the, so their problem is slowness on defense. They have shut down corners. Like, and you, you take away Antonio Brown and Juju, and what do you got? You got James Washington. You got Jalen Samuels, you know, out of the backfield. Like, it's not like the Steelers didn't have that much left. I mean, you know, Ben threw one to Vance. He threw one to Antonio Brown. He couldn't hit Juju. He missed on a big one. Like, it was a great defensive play. I know you didn't watch the game. Um, I think it was Jackson made an amazing play on Juju that stopped a touchdown. But, I mean, this was a bomb. Uh, ben threw to Juju uh, right at the goal line. And I'm telling you, this kid Jackson just made an all-pro play, ripping that ball out of Juju's hands. But the Steelers could have put up more points. It was just that the Patriots' secondary is really good. Um so I don't know, man. I I, Team, I I'll take the six and a half. Defensive viewers need to win. Defensive DVOA from starting at one: Chicago, Baltimore, Buffalo, Denver, Jacksonville, Minnesota, Houston, New Orleans is eighth. Okay. Um, Pittsburgh seventeenth. Let's see, offensive. Yeah, New Orleans plays in a division that has the Falcons, um, the Panthers. So the Panthers that they were actually formidable. Uh, this year, at least for at least half the season or, or more. Um, but Tampa Bay, like, you know, what am I supposed to be impressed? And they lost to Tampa Bay once this Pittsburgh, year. Pittsburgh, you know, all right, Pittsburgh may uh, may put up points. Uh, they probably will. They'll probably get to 24. Um, but the Saints are getting to 35. Okay. Uh, I disagree. If, if the Steelers may lose the game. I'm not saying Here, they win the game outright. All right, here's my, I don't think that they lose by more than four or five. Here's my other question. All right, you're okay. setting this line, okay? What are you setting it at? If I'm setting the line? We just now uh, – Good question. All right. The Steelers. I, I would the, say Steelers plus four. Real, all right. So the Steelers had, what, two or three bad losses. Then they beat the Patriots. So the Steelers are riding high. The Saints – had a bad loss in Dallas, and then squeaking out some some other road wins, and then looked really awful on Monday night. So this is now the consensus. We saw this. The last thing we saw of the Saints is they looked like shit, and but one. And the last thing we saw is that the Patriot, the the Steelers slayed the beast. You know the Patriots, and you're right. all, and you're not going to make that line three. Why are you making it four? Like what? So you're giving so you're giving the Saints a point for home field, and that's it. Or why aren't you making it closer? Shouldn't shouldn't that be more? Because it's because it's in New Orleans, and the Saints have probably have more speed, but the Steelers have enough speed with Antonio Brown and Juju on turf to keep it a little bit closer than six and a half. I, Look, I'm not a Vegas odds maker. All right, I'm not going to be able to set them the same way you are. You study this shit <laughs> like it's you know the Old Testament, <laughs> but you know I'm not there with you. To, to me, it's just that on turf, I feel like this game is a little bit closer than six and a half. That's all. And the Steelers' defense, is it's not like there's some pushover. And by the way, the Steelers, there were a couple games they left on the table where, you know, a stupid mistake from Ben, a dumb call from Tomlin. Like, you know, they're like, they, they should be probably two games better <laughs> and possibly looking at home field advantage. So Tomlin won't be calling plays this week or he's not in charge or <laughs> is he stepping yeah, he away? Will be. I don't know uh, what he's doing. Listen, a, d- <laughs> a dumb call from Tomlin is always on the table. It is. 
hold on a second. All right. Well, look, I mean, how the Saints haven't looked all that wonderful this year. I know. That's what makes it even easier because they haven't looked wonderful and they're still giving six and a half, seven. I, I, I understand. Johnny. Has this line uh, moved at all this week? It opened at seven, and I guess now it's down, a, like you said, a half a point. Okay. Um. All right. They did beat. All right. All right. Go ahead. Well, well, we're lingering on this game. My God, you think this was? Uh, we were re- reporting out of. Uh, I know. I'm just going to be Steel City. I'm here. just going to be happy to be. I'm just happy I'm right. We can stop the conversation. <laughs> okay. All right. Listen. So we still got Sunday night game, Monday night game. And we are now sitting at an hour and sixteen minutes in, my friend. Oh, right. this is a Christmas Christmas bonanza. We promised. Yes, that, and we delivered. Um, okay, so eight twenty Sunday night, the Chiefs heading into Seattle. God, this is a tough one to pick, man. Um, where are you where are you landing here, Johnny? It's me, the point spread. Listen to me. Listen, <laughs> listen to the point spread. I like that. The line never speaks to me. This is a special, special moment. Johnny, the Seahawks are winning this game. The two and a half is a bonus. Thank you. <laughs> so the Seahawks win after getting uh, beat by the Niners last week. You got the Chiefs coming into town with not too much of a running game, not too much of a defense, and Russ Wilson at home in his dome, um, or whatever the hell they call that place. Um Getting two and a half. I'm with you. I, I like Seattle. I knew I knew Seattle was winning two weeks ago. I knew they were potentially losing last week, and I know they're winning this week. Thank you for the two and a half points. This is still Seattle home. It's it's a unique place. Uh, this is, like I said, I started thinking about that hundred point game, Rams Chiefs, and it started to get clear to me. This is the beginning of the end for the Chiefs season and Andy Reid. You know he's going to fuck it up at some point. You got you, <laughs> it's just inevitable. You, yeah, you got wife beaters up and down the roster. He's trying to sell his soul for something, and it's not going to happen. The Chiefs are not. I don't care. The Chiefs lost to the Chargers in heartbreaking fashion. They are not winning this week. They shouldn't be giving two and a half points. This is Vegas, knowing that the public loves Mahomes and the Chiefs, and they think that they score a million points every game. And then the Seattle yeah. just lost to the Niners. This is everybody here. Vegas is saying, here, everybody, take two and a half. It's a bargain. It's a bargain. You know the Chiefs are going to win by 10. <laughs> no, they're not. No, they're not. This is another thank you. This is just like, what was it? Oh, yeah, Minnesota at Seattle. That bargain, whatever that line was, where we knew Minnesota had no chance. This is God, this, that game was fantastic. Right. This is the same thing for me. I can't wait for Sunday night to bet this game. That's it. That's uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it as well, and I'm taking I'm taking the Lions' advice on this one. Uh, I'll take the I'll take the two and a half. And what's Seattle. what's the money line? Ball. While we're thinking of it, uh, uh, minus one hundred eight. Oh, I'm sorry, plus one fourteen Seahawks. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I know. So it's crazy. This is another one where the, um, the Chiefs are minus one thirteen, giving two and a half. Uh, it just yeah, it's so bizarre. No, I'm seeing minus one. Oh, all right, yeah, minus one thirteen, given two and a half. Right, straight money line. It's minus one thirty nine to take the Chiefs. And you know what's funny? My other my other betting site has some radically different lines. It's really strange. DraftKings gives you some fucked odd. up lines. Um, yeah, they do. I've noticed that. They do. It took me a while, but I found. Well, they're fielding different. Uh, I guess they're fielding different uh, gamblers. I don't know. Yeah. Um. So you got Seattle. My, final game. 
final game. Yeah, I love Seattle. We're both on Seattle. Yeah, it's, it's so, a good pick. Um, Monday night, I'm not, I'm not picking a side in this Broncos-Raiders game. I'm taking the under. I got 43-and-a-half. I'm taking the under. Okay. That, that's my call. Uh, these two teams blow. Um, the quarterbacks, I don't know. Maybe Carr is good. I, I don't know. To me, they blow. Um, I think both coaches, one of those coaches is probably on his way out. Um, the other coach is going to be there for the next 15 years, making like $500 million. Um, probably undeserved. But either way, these teams can't score. So I'll take under 43 and a half. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, I, I know we're supposed to pick this one, but I'm not. I don't I don't even. I have no idea. If I, I maybe I'll take the Raiders. This is uh, this is happy. Merry Christmas, everybody. Here's your, <laughs> here's right. your, here's your eighth stinking fish on Christmas Eve. You have to smell. Merry Christmas. Take these sheets. Get upstairs and throw them on my bed. <laughs> I'll be up in five minutes. <laughs> okay, Father. <laughs> oh man, what a way to wrap it up. Perfect. Well, it is. Listen. Uh, a Merry Christmas to you and to any of our listeners who celebrate it. Um, otherwise, Happy Hanukkah and, and or Happy Kwanzaa, whatever your denomination. Or maybe you're an atheist. You don't believe in anything. Hmm. Well, I, I care about you too. We're person, praying. Whoever you are. We're praying for your soul. Yes, we are. Praying for your soul. Enjoy this Christmas. Enjoy the time with family. I hope that someone gets sick for you so you can just stay at home. Yes. And, and and watch you know and binge watch whatever show that you're you're on right now, um, you know. So, <laughs> maybe maybe that'll be your Christmas gift. So jealous you get to stay home of the sickness, Johnny. I hope that I hope that stays that way for you. Well, I got Christmas Eve locked in. Uh, I'm not sure about Christmas Day yet, right. but no, I'm, yeah, I want to get out of the house. To be honest with you for Christmas, <laughs> but we'll see. Um, all right, man. Uh, have a have a nice holiday to all our listeners. Have a wonderful holiday with your family and friends. And uh, Jeff's good talking to you. Merry Christmas, Johnny Cates. It's a god of the state of mind. Two guys from Jersey with attitude all the time. Football kids and movies about crime. It's a god in the state of mind.